Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. The stock route in Gatamadani's indebted conglomerate entered a third week today after its flagship firm suffered a fresh fundraising setback and a major credit rating agency downgraded the outlook for two companies. And the continued sell-off indicates growing concerns about the conglomerate's access to funding after Adani Enterprises shelved a key bond sale plan less than a week after it abruptly abandoned a record domestic stock offering. So to break uh, the, all of this all down for us, joining us on the phone today is Shri Ghosh, who's the finance reporter for APAC, and Abhishek Vishnoi, who's the senior reporter for equities, both from Bloomberg. Hi, Suva and Abhishek. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, Hongmin. Thanks for having us here. Hey there. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Hello. Okay, so Suva, maybe we can start with you. There's been a lot that has been happening with Adani and his empire in the past week, and there's more updates today. Suva, maybe Maybe you can help us summarize what has happened so far and what the latest updates are on the saga. Sure. Thanks, Hongmin. Yeah, mm-hmm. as you rightly said, you know, it's a it's a very interesting uh, story that is unraveling mm-hmm. as of now from India. Just for a recap, quick recap for our audience. Uh, this is a story about Indian billionaire Gautam Adani, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, who was until recently the world's second richest man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and Adani controls a sprawling conglomerate that makes soaps to soaps you know mm-hmm. that that's the range of his stuff that he he makes and he often his corporate strategies are tuned to the Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi's mm-hmm. nation building priorities so he is a very important man if you see it on January 24th a US firm called Hindenburg Research came out with a very scathing report on Adani's mm-hmm. business alleging of brazen fraud money laundering and after that right. they had to pull this offer of 2.4 billion dollars which mm-hmm. was their follow on public offer and that is the la- the latest update now is that you know adani is trying to uh, mend this reputation which is which has taken a big hit after mm-hmm. this uh, after this incident so that that's what is a quick reca- recap of what's happened and what is going on mm-hmm. now it looks to be a very interesting saga even yeah. for next few weeks if not months Oh my goodness. So uh, so you know Adani last Friday he's also added about 300 million dollars worth of shares for a loan that was made by a group of banks and he's also in talks to re- prepay all of those loans. What was the reason for the top up and what happens next? A uh, great question, you know. Uh, so what happened was Adani borrows through it. some of its loans are through pledges of mm-hmm. its own shares. Okay. Uh, like if I own a company and if I'm pledging my shares to borrow some money, that's share pledges. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, when when the, the Adani shares have fallen by more than hundred billion dollars, the market value of his shares uh, have fallen by more than hundred billion dollars in the last two weeks, mm-hmm. which is like eroding half of his company's wealth. Now, when that happens, it triggers a it triggers a liver a, a, a top up because mm-hmm. you know you have, I have borrowed an X amount of money and against those collateral and the collateral value has mm-hmm. come down sharply. Mm-hmm. So that led to what you were mentioning about that three million dollar top up because they had banks wanted him to kind of you know pay off pay mm-hmm. off more for, to keep that collateral level same 
That's what the reason is. They they topped up. Adani topped up by pledging more shares. But recently, what we are understanding and what is reported is Adani is trying to pay off all its uh, share pledges, mm-hmm. and and so that to to provide comfort to its shareholders, to through the bankers as well. Mm-hmm. I am not uh, out of money, and I have the money to pay off this at one shot. So mm-hmm. that's what uh, is the is the next one. When you ask me a question about what happens next, mm-hmm. that is the next okay. that Adani is trying to prepay all its share pledges, uh, loans uh, taken against its shares. But are there any challenges for the banks to lend to provide that loan to Adani? Uh, well, I mean, Adani is one of the biggest borrowers, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and there are several bankers, like domestic bankers, foreign bankers, uh, like a host of Barclays and Sanchard, Deutsche Bank, and several banks and foreign for, uh, foreign banks in uh, from India and and out come outside India, and then there are domestic banks. Now these banks. The biggest challenge is, you know, for Adani, uh, or rather for the bank to lend to Adani is number one the value of the collateral, mm-hmm. and number two the the you know what happens next to Adani's reputation, mm-hmm. and and therefore banks face a lot of questions about whether they'll be able to Adani will be able to repay all its loans that have already been taken. Mm-hmm. What we understand is as of now there is not no such stress for Adani to repay loans, mm-hmm. and there are no big loan repayment coming. So yes, there will be concerns. But for 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 the time being, there are no major challenges expected for the banks to lend to Adani mm. going ahead. Unless you are talking about fresh loans, which will be seen in a completely different light, maybe going ahead. Mm. Okay, okay. Maybe Abhishek, can you explain what has you know happened with Indian markets due to the saga? Has there been a big impact on markets? Oh, definitely, there has been an impact on the markets, uh, but you know it's limited to schemes, indexes carrying Adani mm-hmm. Group stocks. For example, I mean, look at MSCI India. It has a plethora of Adani Group stocks, and it is underperforming the MSCI EM. Mm-hmm. So, Indian Research report came out. But you know, on the other hand, look at Sensex. It doesn't have any Adani Group stock. Mm-hmm. It's almost back at pre-Indenburg levels, right? So, sentiment has shaken, but the uh, largely for hot money, which is expected, you know, uh, whenever there is an accident in emerging markets, you know, mm-hmm. sentiment gets shaken. So it has hurt the sentiment, but, um, and how to prove that? I mean, look at valuations. Valuations are down about 15% for MSCI mm-hmm. India since Indianburg came out with the report. Earnings uh, have not bulged much, just about a percent over. Foreign flows are down about $2.1 billion, but, you know, there were concerns about valuations even before Indianburg came, and okay. those concerns were about India's valuations. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, you know, it is sort of limited to Adani, uh, the schemes and indexes carrying Adani. And look at uh, MSCI India, it has sort of broken uh, key supports, broken DMAs. Mm-hmm. But that hasn't happened in Sensex and FT. Yeah. So, odds of India's underperformance in the short term, short term, maybe, you know, six months, five, two quarters, uh, or this year have, have increased, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the context of, uh, you know, there are elections next year. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it, from what we have reported so far, it uh, doesn't look like. Uh, you know, it has uh, details in the story. Mm, okay, so can the Indian market then recover from this? How long do you expect that to take? Absolutely. I mean, Indian markets can definitely recover from this, and that's what we are getting in terms of our reporting. So hedge funds, mm-hmm. hot money is KG, which is expected. Long only are looking to buy on debts. We, we've got Mark Mobius, uh, the veteran EM investor, and uh, Paul Young, who's 
the Asia chairman for Aberdeen, uh, saying that, you know, this is like any other accident in the emerging okay. markets and it's just a bump in the road and uh, therefore they would look to invest on the clients. It, uh, it's, it's sort of, uh, you know, it may become, uh, you know, it's morphing into uh, a sort of a funding issue for Adani, mm-hmm. even you know, shares have got cancelled, uh, some bond issuance were still. But, you know, it, it isn't like INSS. Mm-hmm. It has hurt the sentiment, but it isn't like the INSS uh, scenario. Okay. And it's, it's not like a regime change or it's not like uh, mm-hmm. Bolsonaro's surprise exit. You know, so India doesn't trade like Latin or Indonesia because mm-hmm. it, 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 it has way better growth prospects. Keep that in mind. And also, you know, um, there are some comparisons with what has happened in China Evergrande. I mean, I, I took a look. Since China Evergrande peaked, there are trillions added to China's market capitalization. Trillions. Mm-hmm. The market cap is up 40% of the period. You can, if you extrapolate that to India, think about what India would do. Mm, right, right. So has the contagion spread to other regional markets as well? Uh, not so much. I mean, um, it is limited to Adani or India assets which are listed okay. abroad, right? So we haven't heard about any sort of redemption pressure or anything so far. Mm-hmm. Um, other Asian markets are actually enjoying um, two good tailwinds. Mm. One is uh, valuation. Valuations look attractive. Uh, mm. That's what our reporting is showing. That's what data is showing for China as well as Japan. The reopening tailwinds as well because of what China has seen an epic rally, mm-hmm. right? We've had certain fund managers, uh, especially those looking at Asia and China schemes, like, you know, uh, GAM Investments, uh, Bezos, Zurich, saying that, you know, some flows, uh, macro flows were looking top-down Asia mm-hmm. might uh, choose China for the time being over India. And some hedge funds have been saying that money can also look at Brazil, where the setup looks great in, in context of valuations uh, and in context of uh, interest rates going down there. So some money may also move there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it has hurt sentiment, but it isn't like uh, Ireland FS, which was dubbed as India's leave-in moment. It is not like a regime change like Bolsonaro surprise exit. Um, and, you know, market cap has increased for China since uh, China began mm-hmm. peaked. So, you know, extrapolate that to, uh, you know, looking at um, Adani's case in India. Mm, Okay, okay. Suva, maybe you can explain what kind of risk that still remain for Adani and his empire at this point? Sure. Uh, So Adani is an infrastructure builder, right? Most Mm. of his companies are uh, raise money for making airports, ports, bridges, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Now, when uh, when it couldn't go to the, when it couldn't raise its follow-on public issue, mm-hmm. uh, it it will obviously have some impact on its uh, capex growth, the capital expenditure growth plans, right? So maybe he 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 tends to grow fast. Adani Gautam Adani tends to grow very fast. Mm-hmm. So uh, given that he couldn't raise that money uh, from its FPO, uh, so for follow-on public offer, so he might have to go a little slow in mm-hmm. terms of its growth for the next few months. Um, until he gets another avenue to raise this kind of money, he borrows billions of dollars oh from markets for its for its growth plan. So yes, that could be one main risk. The other risk is obviously funding and getting new mm. loans from banks. Okay. Uh, but but again, these are very short term risks. As of now, we don't know how long this will go ahead mm-hmm. and actually uh, look uh, and, and actually be a big risk. But as of now, these are the few risks. And a final question for you, Abhishek. What should investors be wary or look out for amidst this turmoil for Adani? Yeah, I mean, investors need to remain wary. You know, it always pays to be cynical. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the the difference between realized and calculated risk is you know very different. You know, realized risk is almost always greater than mm-hmm. what is calculated on paper. So it pays to be wary. Mm-hmm. Um, um, some fund managers have been saying that you know uh, we need to watch out for impact on private capex cycle because Adani was single-handedly driving private capex for India, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, you know, keep monitoring whether there is, the stress is widening uh, for the growth. It is becoming a 
funding or liquidity issue. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess just uh, keep an eye on the news flow. Mm-hmm. Um, other the other thing that uh, you know some investors watching out for is that how 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 can we manage how India manages its uh, price to earnings valuation in the context of what has happened. Okay. So um, I mean I would also look at, keep a watch on uh, price to earnings ratio mm-hmm. and efforts of the company to address these issues. What is government saying? Uh, what are the regulatory moves that have happened? So um, yeah, it needs to be cynical and uh, just um, uh, keep a watch on uh, these few uh, parameters. Okay, well thank you so much, Suva and Abhishek, for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking to Srivashri Ghosh, who's the finance reporter for APAC, and Abhishek Vishnoi, who is the senior reporter for Equities, both from Bloomberg. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.